Greetings, listener. 30 Minute Worlds is a podcast where three and sometimes four adventurers gather to create RPG settings based off random prompts. In their haste to forge content, the lore lads forgot that their audio quality was terrible, and this is why connoisseurs of the show recommend episode 5 as a good starting point. Bearing that in mind, on to the show. Honestly, it's fine. Yeah, it's just fine. real. It's fine. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to this podcast. This podcast is called 30 Minute Worlds. Is it called 30 Minute Worlds yeah, or 30 Minute World Builders? Zach, yes, it's 30 Minute Worlds. We've, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we drafted the, the documents with you together. The trademark oh, okay. for our name. You guys Look, we're not trademarked. Don't, Don't tell them that. Well... I'll just give away our trademark. Yeah, that's just gonna Facebook filed. me. That's proprietary. If, if I say it's not trademarked, is it no longer trademarked? Functionally, even if it yes. was. Yeah, it's like a fairy promise. <laughs> yeah, you have to go out to the woods and sacrifice a cow. And welcome to Thirty Minute Worlds, <laughs> where we yeah, make up a fantasy world in thirty minutes. Usually more. Yeah, it's. The 30 minute thing is not true. Only it's one third of our name on is it. true. It's the kind of thing that someone promises you at a at a crossroads and then takes you to a fairy world for 30 years. Yeah, like trademark negotiation. You know, I know several trademark lawyers and they only negotiate from within a circle of stones in an enchanted wood. <laughs> I, I do think we've beaten that to death. Uh. All right. We are actually on a little bit of a time crunch right now. Uh, by the way, uh, anybody who listened uh, l- last episode, I don't know what order we're going to release these in, but uh, we are either three or four people, depending on the week. Uh, 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 you know, don't worry about it. Sometimes Velvet isn't here. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Worst host. Uh, I'm a terrible host. Um, and we're about to get started. I'm the lore lad this week, which means you're uh, doing ninety percent of the legwork. Are supposed to give me my prompts, and then I figure out. I start. I start us off. So, who wants to go first? Anyone got some spicy prompts? Uh, I have a prompt. It's two words though. Oh, it's a concept. Well, let me consult the book. Yeah, let's check first of all. If I'm allowed to do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it for now. Yeah, I'll allow it. Memory decay. Oh, all right. It's pretty specific. We have it's no pretty specific. That ties into mine like a little uncomfortably close. Because <laughs> I had picked, I had picked liquor. <laughs> all right. Promise completely independent of that. From decay. Yeah, Belvin's prompt liquor. is my father. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Belvin's prompt is family oh. law. <laughs> and I'm gonna say frog. Frog. 
Singular. One frog. Frog. It, it could be any number of frogs, I'm guessing. Thank you. A word. There's a, probably an emphasis on the one frog, though. So that was memory decay, liquor, and frog. Frog. Yeah, what are you thinking, uh, Chessman? I was kind of thinking something with the memory decay and the liquor, and now there's frog in the mix, and I'm a little bit... Uh, hold on. Let me... What's the name of the uh, game? I think frog makes the setting, like, five or six times more cursed than it was before. <laughs> it was already a great setting. Today. Come on. Because when I hear frog singular, I think of, I think of, of course... The the best frog character, which is Frog from Chrono Trigger. Uh huh. It's a good choice. Is this drawing up any potent world building energy inside of you? Um. Well, I mean, that just goes straight to time travel, and that just seems like what cheating. If it was so. Chrono Trigger, but they're all drunk and licking frogs all the time, and <laughs> their memories are decaying. <laughs> See, I don't want to go to licking frogs because we've done we did psychoactive drugs. We did. We did. Episode one, and we kind of got into it. Episode two, I'm not sure how far. I don't really remember a drug, but anyway, let's focus on this well, world that we're building for me, here. Frog and memory decay brings to mind the whole prince thing, like prince in the form of a frog. Yeah, uh, I could like see something. Yeah, enchantments, fairy world type stuff. Okay, okay, so maybe, maybe. We've been doing like entire entire planets the last couple episodes, um, but my idea my my idea for this one is you know it doesn't necessarily need to be an entire planet it just needs to be it just needs to be an entire enclosed setting yeah uh, so you've got you've got frogs like when I think of when I think of frogs and I think of memory decay I think of liquor I think like I don't know, maybe bayou. some maybe people get like yeah, they get like lost in the bayou and turned into a frog. And then there's this entire world of frogs. I think you're I, just describing the plot of the Disney movie The Princess and the Frog. Yes. Where, is there bootlegging in that movie? Yes. There's an <laughs> animated show called Amphibia that I think is basically about a world of frogs. I'm I'm actually just talking about Mouse Guard with frogs. Okay, that's pretty good though. Oh, right, Swamp Guard with the memory decay and the liquor. It has. It's like when you turn into a frog, you slowly lose your. You slowly use lose your memory of being human. Okay. So yeah, or human. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to humans. I'm gonna say like, there's this. There's this place in the bayou of I maybe we could even go as far as to say it's an actual place like uh Shreveport. Shreveport. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, no, we can't do an actual it's a place. Because name. It's, it's just it's just the princess and the frog at that point. Um there's somebody there's somebody that's luring frogs. Luring humans, right? Into this place humans. to be turned into frogs. What if to a liquor bar and then the liquor like turns them into frogs and takes away their memory? What if the liquor is a separate aspect of the story? Yeah, it, it seems to me that if we're going with the and playing up the enchantment thing, that the liquor is more of a flavor. Yeah, I feel the liquor lends a hard 1920s prohibition feel 
ah, to this frog setting. Liquor makes me think about swamp villages. Yeah. Ramshackle like, yeah, swamp I'm, village. Swamp villages. Like. Well, Oak Silk, like. Brewers in the bayou. Yeah. Yeah, bayou shit. We're all yeah. about that bayou in this setting. And. So you go there and you turn into a frog. And. How, about how big is this area? I mean. Yeah. It can't be that so large, like a right? Frog is like. I mean, like, how big is a frog? A frog's, like, as big as your hand. That's, like, six feet... That's, like, six inches across, so, like... automatically get turned so, into a frog upon entry? The the frogs in question, though, are, are we talking about, like, it's, like, toad and frog, like, semi-humanoid, I but think mostly anthropomorphic frogs? Well, you know what I think be... But they're reflective of your personality. So if you were a commodity old bastard, you'd be, like, a toad guy... You could be like a horned toad or yeah, something. Yeah, you're like a horned toad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's definitely like a frog frog. Like, but it's it, what kind of frog it is. Or what kind of frog or toad depends yeah. on that. Like, I don't want to have like, fr- I don't, I'm not a frog furry, if you know what I mean. Like, that's but, gross. Well, you brought it up. death is a setting. Don't you want the frogs to have some sort of intelligence, some sort of culture? But it's decaying. Oh, absolutely. But... They're still the just like frogs. The frogs get drunk. This is the best setting we've had. <laughs> That's the question. Are the frogs just frogs? Is no, I think they have dog? human no, no, memories, but they're going away. And so, so the frogs have their own like they have they have their own like society of people that are like passing through the veil. What like, if the swamp is a trial? Frogs. You go there for the swamp is a trial. You go there for some reason seeking something, and you know basically what you're getting into. And you know you have a limited amount of time to do this before your memories go away, and you can never become human again. Kind of like spirited away. I guess the right, question is, okay. why the hell would you do it? Like, why would you reward? do it? What's the reward, and what are you trying to find to get yeah. the reward? Well, perhaps something Nobody can remember what they're actually looking for. Well, yeah, like you forget your love. It's like the trial, right? Mm-hmm. You have like like a like an urge, sort of like a vague like it's pulling you in a direction almost. Well, I think when you start out, when you're first in Frog World, you're like, I have a very clear sense of why I'm here, but your human mind will decay rapidly right. within a matter of months. So there's all these other people there that went that went there for the same reason that uh, that you would go in. Uh huh. But and like they've all lost their memory, more of their memories. They're all, some of them even think they're frogs now. They're well, yeah, you just become frog. a frog if you fail, which so far, I guess some people would have to have succeeded because otherwise, why would anyone go do it? There have to be some instances of people making it out, a human. It's like the vision quest. Yeah, for, yeah. For these people. Okay. I don't know if we need to delve too heavily into necessarily like the who like the ethnic group or whatever like who is coming like I like it a bit more if it is like people from all over that are coming in yeah yeah I think it makes it a bit more mysterious sort of mm-hmm. right I and think you have a whole good. bunch of different people from different places that are gradually losing their their minds basically right I think if we're going with the curse aspect having the frogs represent some human sin would be good. The first one that comes to mind is like greed and gluttony. Yeah, like avarice. Frogs, frogs very frogs much. Or just like base creatures re- reflecting our basis human state. Just fighting over flies and 
being belligerent. So right. and and sloth too. If you're just if you're just sitting there like waiting for a, for flies to come at you. Well, that's the frog way. Yeah. What if I think so? The more human the the frogs they can't talk to one another really because they don't have human mouths, but they have a conception of working together at least at the start before they become frogs. So <clears throat> there are like herds of frogs too that are more of a human mind and can do more complex tasks like make little shanties and shelters because that's how they're accustomed to living they're not comfortable living as frogs uh yeah i like that like echoes of humanity yeah but they try to do things that normal frogs don't do that inhibit their survival like trying to fashion weapons that you know won't fucking work because you have sticky hands and shit and making armor and they that really know, just yeah. like dries them out. They, yeah, yeah, it dries them out, and they revolt against their instincts. What if to win whatever trial this is, you have to embrace your instinct? You have to That's lose everything human about yourself, mm. and fighting that uh, is counter because you need all the time you have, basically. Right, you've got to get in, and you've got to. You've you you've got to oh well, like what would uh, submitting to your basic I guess things, I, what would that I, even I do actually don't really like that because no, then it's Walter, just like you're onto something. Oh, go on, I, go I, on. If people come in, like say that there are adventurers coming from around the land and past the swamp, there's the mountain, and on the mountain there's the golden treasure, whatever you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, adventure stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you go into the swamp and you become a frog, but let's say that you don't immediately lose a lot of what's human. You're a human stuck in a frog body. Um, and the inclination is to keep carrying on as if you're a human. Yeah. And struggling against the uh, the situation you're in. You're denying your reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have all these frog adventurers making frog towns. and Yeah, trying to organize frog hunting parties. Yeah, yeah. But the lesson of the swamp would be in actually embracing being a frog. It, yeah, the swamp is its own reward. But then, and the swamp was created by some Eastern master type. <laughs> <laughs> so what if a drunken master type who his philosophy uh, is loafing around all day, which is what he wants the frog yeah, to that, do? Yeah, that's real Taoist shit, yes. dude. That's he. What if what if frog is actually like a stat here that is like an axis? Of well, human you have a frog, frog level, yeah. Right. <laughs> so like, as you move up. Like the frog, like as your frog stat increases, you get better at basically everything you have to do, but you lose the ability to actually think critically. Like the tasks you have to pursue in the swamp as a you frog. get less. What if you have a pool of actions you can do, kind of as a human, like uh, communicate or uh, attempt to build or attempt to like make rational choices or like complex decision making. Yeah, Action pool grows smaller and smaller the more frog points you have. But you get access to new frog actions, like do batshit leaps. You you could yeah, probably and you could use your frog. I mean you could communicate with other frogs. The end you, goal of the adventure actually, and the players don't know this, is full transformation into a frog. At which point you're all fucking frogs. <laughs> like that's the end. Wait. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's your the only way really to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like there that. Okay, so endings. if we're thinking of this as like an RPG, 
and you come in, you have to find creative ways to navigate the swamp, and you like have to build things with your little frog hands and, and all that. But the point of the game is to not do that, and you have to gradually figure it out. Yeah, and you, the treasure's a complete lie. <laughs> There's yes. no treasure. The treasure is the self-realization that living as a frog is the superior way to live, pretty much. It's true happiness. Yeah. You, your skin's okay. smooth. You can hop around. You can swim and go on land. You get the best of both worlds. Yeah, I mean, philosophically, okay. it, it's really interesting, the idea that animals are more content than we can ever be. Yeah, the idea of completely in the moment. forsaking the mortal adventure. Here's the thing. Do you go... Because there's two, there's two ways that you could go and still have the same ending. Yeah. With all of the same trappings, pretty much. Uh-huh. You can either go where this is like the let there's like a lesson that oh you you should just be a frog frogs are great, um, and you just slowly turn into a frog and your life gets better and better, or it's like an it's like an a survival horror game it's like an existential it's like horror. Tusk, like yes. where the guy oh, is gosh. modifying the journalist into a walrus to replace his walrus best friend. <laughs> And he has to embrace embrace his walrus nature to kill his captor in order to be free. I didn't mean you watched Tusk. I did watch Tusk. I think the the one thing that I'm running up against here that is kind of like... It scans to me more like this is a place in a campaign setting that the players at one point might visit. Not a place where you start a game and end a game. No, I agree. I agree. Which I don't think is a bad thing. I just don't see how you would really start a game from start to finish contained within. Well, let's talk more about. We can delve on that too, but let's talk more about the guy who engineered this place. Yes, I do think we should devote like at least five minutes at the end to talking about how this could conceivably actually be played. Of course, of course. Uh, I think that this guy, this Eastern Master, as you called him, Belvin. could we touch on liquor here? As oh, he, he should a, definitely be a drunken master. A get drunk philosophy. What yeah, if? I mean, yeah. Go on. Oh, you had an idea, Chessman. Go ahead. He's just got you know. It, this is his like. This is how he keeps himself safe, right? Or not how he keeps himself safe, but how he keeps himself secluded. He's just he's in nature and he's surrounded by nothing but his whatever plant is growing, the stuff that he's turning into liquor and animals so he has some sort of like enchantment that turns everybody who comes in to frog. maybe okay there's a mythical thing at the center of the swamp but it's just his shack basically the only human habitation in the whole swamp mm-hmm. and it's rife with danger to get there but every frog who actually ends up on his doorstep he'll administer his teaching to and his lesson of contentedness with life Although it's ironic because he himself is not a frog. <laughs> he chose not to do it. <laughs> he, he is. Yeah, he's only been up with him, he just laughs. Yeah, as a human, he's able to meditate and write treatises on the fr- which as a frog, he could never do. <laughs> so, ironically, he's kept from the thing that he wants most by there virtue of ancient... having to pass this philosophy down to other people. What a tragic There's he is a tragic character. There's a Chinese poet named Li Po. He's actually one of my favorite poets. Oh, yeah? And his whole thing is that he would get drunk, 
and he would write poetry and laugh with friends or just like go out at night and dance with the moon and watch the trees rustle. And to him, that was his religious experience, essentially. Because Taoism is all about quote unquote going with the flow, you know, following the Tao, which often mm-hmm. means taking the intuitive option. Or pretending you know what the Tao is, like, you know, <laughs> most Chinese philosophers or any of Asian history, <laughs> pretending you understand Confucius. Taoism. <laughs> the Tao is the way, uh, but it is not the eternal <laughs> way. Everything is Tao. Yeah. Tao is everything. It's simple. Let's get drunk. Yeah, so uh, for him, getting drunk was an intuitive state where you're fully in the moment and appreciative. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And I, I think that we could take some of those those qualities and put it onto our uh, our sage here, Po Lee. Yeah, Po Lee inherently a comedic character too. I think. Oh yeah, he has crazy he, wisdom. And he also tried this before at like a trial settlement called Get Drunk Town, but it was <laughs> it's not bring out what he felt was the best <laughs> of humanity. <laughs> Yeah, he, he was tripping out, to get drunk town. Yeah. For yeah, and he drunk. heard his like being driven out, like his failure. He heard like one night as he was driven out, like the simple croaking of the frogs, kind of on the road to the next town. And then instead of going to the next town, he wandered off into the swamp. Sure. So, so do we need to talk about the world that this is in, or? I think- we can I talk. think it, it might make sense to approach it from the angle of I think we swap this in like, to yeah, your setting. Generic fan. It, this could work really with a lot of. This could work with honestly like a monster of the week setting where supernatural pockets exist in even like Americana. You know. Right. Yeah, it could work. I think you could in that kind of setting. It could work in Forgotten Realms. Oh yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, let's say so. We, we say we three mid worlds, maybe. I like the idea of having a small setting. I like the idea of having a little self-contained pocket of world that we focus on. So what adversity do the frogs face in this swamp? It's dangerous. I guess clearly an other influx animals. of yeah, an influx of frogs brings an influx of creatures that prey on frogs. There's a frog rich environment here. Uh, you the were the one that brought the mouse up, Zach. Like the Right. Whereas you where predators, like actual just natural predators are an existential threat to the players. And one of the biggest natural predators of the frog, I think, is the snake. Oh. Yeah. Snakes. That's at least the one that's the scariest. I Birds. think the snake, too, hitting that Redwall red vibe. Snakes in Redwall always represent, like, a sinister intelligence. And a The con- snake is the deceiver, right? Right, he right. Knows, he knows where the wizard the is. Snake, yeah, you. the snake it's fucking knows shit. The frog, the noble frog, who's just drunk, peak life form wants to be like the Chad snake, but instead he needs to do a 180 and be his own being. I like the idea that Po Lee has a pet snake who it's, it's like, it's not even, it's not a, it's not against his like philosophy to have something that's eating frogs. It's sort of like a cycle, like a circle of life. Yeah. Sort of thing. I can, with being a frog come. Part of what makes being a frog awesome is knowing the danger of getting eaten and the yes. immediacy of your own life. Yeah, survival is how you actually tap into the present moment in the, the most visceral yeah. way possible, right? Yeah. 
This might be our most zen episode, I think, that we've ever done. I'm yeah, really I really didn't think we could get weirder than Shroom World this early, but we have definitely done it. Uh, Shroom World was pretty concrete compared to this. This is like, uh, I'm actually digging it. I kind of like the idea of like, is, are crocodiles or alligators saltwater? Oh, uh, they're uh, both freshwater. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, brackish. Uh, brackish. Anyway. Yeah. That, well, that's gators the are in the the bayou. Uh, I like the yes. idea of gators as like this sort of like. They're almost more like a piece of the environment than they are a predator. It's like a kaiju. Yeah, you really cannot yeah. do anything. Like you're beneath its notice, but it it will run through your village and ruin your fucking day, and Dan, not even know about it. Dan, you wanted to talk about. Well, the frogs can't really communicate, so there's no like society. But you wanted to talk about gameplay and how well, we can integrate this. I think it's well, more interesting if the we've frogs been talking can about society from the start, like a little bit, like from, it's mostly new people, right? Like, but there's no traders of anything. There's like a primitive haggle system based off like hand motions, or like. Well, see, I like the idea that most of the people in the swamp are frogs that are pretending to be humans. Um, yeah, and so you kind of have like an RPG settings, but with frogs to a certain extent, and that. You'll have people like acting out like they're people and like sending you on quests. Like maybe there's an option to slay a gator and you have to figure so out how to do that. Is, a, maybe there is a frog, frog speak and there's a yeah, way for that. I think but there that, should be. Yeah, okay. So, but you, should you lose access to that once you become a full blown frog? I like that because then there's a veil that certain frogs cross where society sees them as mad. Yeah, you run into just normal frogs, and you're like, what's wrong with that dude? Yeah. They're... By the end, you realize, I should be that dude. Well, as you descend into it, you're like, this is the way. Well, at first, you're terrified, and you hate it. <laughs> yeah. as, as soon as you enter this, this, uh, this setting, or, yeah, as soon as you enter this setting, as soon as you enter this swamp, the first thing, the first people that you meet, you might meet some, or the first frogs that you meet, sorry. Uh, you you might meet some dangers first, but the first like frogs that you meet are this are the freshest ones. They're the ones that can talk to you and they can explain everything. Yeah, and you can talk to them. The tutorial frog, yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. And then the further you get extra into jump. the swamp and closer to your goal, the the less that you can talk to other frogs, and the more that you're just like, are these even were these humans? Are are these actual frogs or are these human frogs? <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like that too. And maybe they can't. When you're like a real full blown frog, you don't feel emotions like love or hate because you're an animal, really. Like you, you have a sense of self and a sense of other. But maybe they, the ones who are kind of halfway there, are trying to pantomime these emotions with other frog people, even though they feel no attraction for them. It's like compulsory to them. It's like a memory. Run to a frog couple that was once a married couple. Yeah, I and think you one can, of them still trying to be human, others just become more of a frog. I think so. Your frog points accumulate over time, and you can do things to like kind of temporarily forestall or hold on to your humanity. But at a certain mm -hmm. point, uh, it's not you can't reverse what's happening until you get to the end, in which case it doesn't reverse. And this really is the thing is like. This would be a campaign ender if you ran it. Right. That's the, the thing. You, you, yeah. well, I like how this thing is kind of a small scale insofar as 
you get to the end and that's the end, right? Yeah, yeah. The only two ways I can see it practically working are your players are in it, but instead it's an escape angle, or it's a one-shot. I like it as and a one-shot. It's an all-encompassing yeah, kind of game. A one-shot or a two-shot. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, mechanically speaking... Do... Sorry, go on. No, you, I, well, I think you could do a one-shot, or you could do the uh, another angle. You, you, you would just have to add, add something on the end, and the problem is, if you're doing it within your setting, within a different setting, it would be just a lot easier for someone else to figure out how to get out of that situation. And I think the players are going are gonna to throw out good, better ideas than we could probably come up with for like every imaginable setting right now. And, and I just don't really see this as a, as, a, as a campaign ender in a more traditional campaign, which is fine. That's totally fine. But I don't think... I think a lot of players would not be satisfied with that, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It would be so funny, though. I think you don't have to spin it as a this is the fucked situation you're in. Try and figure out a way to get out without losing humanity. You mean you wouldn't have fun? Sorry, I wouldn't have fun like that. The meeting of the master is the midway point for the heroes. That's the... When they realize this crazy old man in the swamp has no way to turn them back. And doesn't want to. That's the midway point. It's not the end point. So then they oh. have to using their deteriorating. That actually would make for a thrilling thing too, as long as you find some way for them to actually change back. They just have to escape the swamp. Well, no, because if it were that easy, as soon as they leave, they turn back. No, because like you shouldn't be able to. Yeah, maybe I don't. Well, like how do people? Because know? then, as soon as people were turning into frogs, they would go outside the swamp and turn back into humans. Well, that's There'd the thing. No... The ways that you get into the swamp, your humans can take those ways in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I frogs mean, can't get back out. Let's say magic fog or something. Um, so the, the yeah, question of whether it should just end once you accept you're a frog or whether it's like a maybe there's escape the frog like, pod. Maybe there's like 12 labors that no frog could do. Mm-hmm. And if you do them, you're obvi- you guys obviously aren't frogs. You're meant to be human. Yeah, maybe there's two endings. Like, either you're accepting a frog, or you do the crazy frog labor. The crazy frog labor is like, move a great rock. It's like a, you know, fist-sized rock down a hill. Like, this legendary rock that's touted as one of the labors. Uh, knock an eagle from the sky, or something dumb like that. Knock a bird from the sky. <laughs> I, I was going to go with more like, like do long division. <laughs> That's dumb. Or, um, you have to get a crocodile's tooth. Uh, sell 500 cookies. <laughs> yeah, and mechanically, uh, to the frog points idea, don't all these Lovecraft RPGs have a madness? Sanity? Yeah, mechanic? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It could work pretty similar to that. It is pretty much that, to be honest. Uh, I, mean, I had envisioned, like, so like in, in Cyberpunk, 2027 that humanity is a stat like whereas as you gain more cyberware you lose more and more of like your ego and your humanity Uh eventually it gets to the point where it makes you berserk basically like you're trading parts of your own humanity to embrace this new form i like that we also touched on loss of skills like whole skills like throwing uh building and shit like that being cut off once your frog points reach a certain level. Yeah, because here's... Okay, 
So you got this idea of like the more you become a frog, the less you can do human stuff. So like clearly there's like a there's like a human stat and there's a frog stat. I my I I think when I think of that I think of honey heist, mm. where you can either you've got a bear stat and you've got a a thief stat. I forget what the other one's called. Where it's they're really just one stat and it it shifts as you as you play. yeah. The more, there's the more, a yeah. This reminds me of the greatest RPG of all time, Car Lesbians, uh, uh, in which the player has two stats, hotness and car. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, <laughs> we're talking about a one-shot in the vein of big, tra- big crab truckers. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. The Honey Heist is the one that I think is the most apt comparison, albeit a very different kind of tone. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking if, if, if you're really, if you're going to run this, there's really... No one will run this. This is... For the one in 1,000 DMs who have this much of a philosophical bent, who can pitch this better than we did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the idea of having to uh, do creative things in a little frog body, I think, is compelling. It makes you think. No, it's definitely a certain type of person would get really into that. Yeah. Um, But it takes a very special DM to make that. I don't know, actually. It could be fun. Yeah, it just. It has the legs for a session or two, right? Yeah, yeah. Has the legs. Hey. <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, so I know what the title the is. The title is Shreveport, Louisiana. Shut up, Walt. Shreveport, Louisiana, 2019, Anno Domini. <laughs> it's it's called um uh what's that what's that show uh where it's a Lovecraftian story about in the set in the uh it's it's with the uh, hey 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 in there. What are you fucking talking about? I have no I idea. I don't know. Are referring to? I'm uh, True Detective. Oh yeah, it's True oh. Detective, but with frogs. True True Frog is that what True Frog? True Detective. Frog Detective is a very that. different genre of tabletop RPG. Which yeah. I'm gonna you be see. honest, like a like a noir. <laughs> Like a noir RPG oh, no. set in a swamp, and you're playing a frog detective. We could have done, done, we cool. done that with the uh, liquor. We could have done 1920s prohibition noir. That was <laughs> that was kind of where frogs. I thought it was going at first, but a lily pad is a flat circle. I kind of wish we'd maybe gone that angle. <laughs> right. I I think this is about it. I think this is as far this as this as far as we can drive the frogmobile, and it's been quite the ride. But. You have been you have been listening to this is our frog quest episode where you are a frog on a quest get to that's the to be a frog you've you've actually yes. finished the quest you just don't know it you haven't fully given in part of the quest is accepting the quest and you haven't accepted the quest you can so take the, the quest the blue pill or the frog pill. And you can blue pill yourself and become human again, or you can frog pill yourself and live a thousand lifetimes in a single day. I'm actually pretty impressed we got this far without a single Alex Jones joke. Now I think I mean, about it. There's so much mileage What is Oh no. Alright. Uh, uh, folks. Uh, the mainstream media pushing this frog setting that's just come out from out of nowhere. I mean, I can't. Hey, everybody! Welcome to my show. This is 
my name's my name's Frog Rogan. I'm Joe Rogan, but I'm a frog. <laughs> Ribbit. Go on. The word frog really derailed this whole thing, didn't? Jimmy, pull the uh, video of that power. frog. Yeah. We, we have today. We have a uh, we have our newest. You've been. Uh, he's a drunk man from a swamp. Been... Hey man, you ever take DMT? <laughs> I secrete it. Gotta be honest, I'm a little frog. <laughs> Okay. What if you, wait, we have okay, to stop. cool addendum. No, cool addendum. As a frog, you can pick little frog things. Depending on your species, like poison spots that you manifest after becoming more froggish, or little spines like a horny toad, or a longer yes. tongue, or legs that do better jumping. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Finding off, but that's a cool idea, and I, I'm sorry I usurped Frog Rogan. <laughs> All right, this has been Walter. Zach. There's two other We're people. We're playing Russian Roulette with the, the last <laughs> This has been Daniel. I'm Pete. Belvin. That's Belvin. I'm for those wondering. No, I, this is Belvin. Have Pete, a uh, good day. Happy world building. Damn Yankee. We'll see you back here next week.